Hi, it's Rabbi Jim Egolf. Thank you for listening this week. This week's Torah portion is Balak. And as I usually teach, whenever there is a Torah portion that has a name attached to it, either somebody did something very good or something very bad. Well, Balak is one of the bad category in that he hired Balaam to go and to curse the Israelites as they journeyed through the desert. But that curse backfired. We're going to talk about that curse backfiring this week and the pivotal character that made it happen. I'd love to hear what you think. You can always call me at 610-624-3441 or you can always email me at rav as in victor, jim at aol.com. I'd love to hear what you think. When I was growing up, my family used to tune into the program Alice. I don't know if you remember this, but Alice was a mom, single mother, whose car broke down as she journeyed from one place to another, and as she was stuck in this little town, she took a job as a waitress and then proceeded to raise her son. Well, the other character, female character in that particular TV sitcom was Flo. Flo was the extremely southern, thick-accented woman who just seemed to be part of the culture and part of everything in that particular diner. And her favorite, favorite catchphrase was, when donkeys fly. Well, this week's Torah portion could be entitled, When Donkeys Cry. In the Torah portion this week, Balaam, hired by Balak, is going to curse the Israelites. And as the donkey that he's riding travels along the road, the donkey sees an angel of God with a sword in its hand, and the donkey is afraid and turns to the side. But Balaam cannot see this, 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 this angel. So he beats the donkey and puts the donkey back on the path, and the donkey, again, is told to go straight at this angel who is before him, which still Balaam cannot see. And the donkey just decides, I'm not going anywhere, I'm just going to lay down. It's the safest thing to do. And Balaam proceeds to beat the donkey and beat the donkey until finally the donkey turns around to Balaam and says, Why are you doing that? Can't you see that there's this angel in front of us that's going to kill us? And at that point... Balaam's eyes are opened, but only after he has beaten this poor animal. In looking to the rabbis to find something to speak to this Torah portion, I was very much struck by the teaching of the Rambam, Maimonides, in the Guide for the Perplexed. On page 288, he writes there that there is a rule laid down by our sages that it is directly prohibited in Torah to cause pain to an animal and is based on the words, Wherefore have you smitten your donkey? But the object of this rule is to make us perfect, that we should not assume cruel habits, and that we should not uselessly cause pain to others, that on the contrary, we should be prepared to show pity and mercy to all living creatures, except when necessity demands the contrary. I bring this up because recently, in many states, there have been a slew of bills introduced that stand in sharp contrast to the teaching of the Rambam. 
According to CNN, according to CNN's characterization of these bills, and the newest iteration of these whistleblower suppression ag-gag bills is to require that anyone documenting inhumane treatment of farm animals out themselves nearly immediately and turn over all of their evidence before any pattern of abuse can possibly be established. So it is now with these bills that the potential exists that to report on the treatment of animals in farms and facilities where reports of animal abuse occur, will be it will become a prosecutable offense to address the message presented by the Rambam, that as humans we should show pity and mercy to all living creatures except when necessity demands the contrary. Yes, these animals may be headed for the slaughterhouse, yet that is no excuse for inhumane treatment of them as they live. So what can you do? Well, first, you can oppose these bills and inform your representatives that you stand in opposition to such legislation. Second, if you are a carnivore, choose to get your meat from a known source which has some certification, free-range chicken, for example. And last, remember the teaching of the Rambam. We should not assume cruel habits and that we should not uselessly cause pain to others. If you think about it, even according to a rabbi born almost 1,000 years ago, that message of kindness applies to all of God's creatures, including animals. Shalom.